this week, we're going to be picking up and talking about more outrageous memories in Jim and the Holograms, Part 2.0, The After Show, and how it entranced so many back then, during that era, for many years, all the way up to present day. So, without further ado, let's board the Starlight Express and let's head on into the orchard. And now, back to Jim. Da, 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 da. Jim! Rockster, um, I don't understand. You know, that was the car right there. So why in the world are we taking the Starlight Express instead? Rock and Roadster. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, I'll tell you, you know, because we want to be able to take all of our listeners with us. All two of them. So, you know... (laughs) We need a people mover. (laughs) Good joke. Good joke. I love it. (laughs) But you know, like we, um, you remember like, you know, right before we got into, you know, the meat of our show today, um, we did that little bumper thing that they do when, you know, you get done with the commercial breaks. Remember that where they say that they go, and now back to Jim. Yes. Yes. Um, so, Coop, do you remember, like, that was one of the epic things about Jim and the Holograms. It was, it was the, the songs that was connected to the show, the theme songs. Absolutely. Yes. Because you can sing them right now. You really can. I mean, they're mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're both, we're all, all us fans, we're familiar with, you know, the regular where they go, she's like, Jim, ooh, Jim, you know, too yes. many outrageous, ooh, ho, you know. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty much the standard theme that you'd hear, I'd say, any show coming or going. Yeah. But then she had that other rendition of it. Yes. Like, real peppy, lively, and upbeat, you know. Yes, it was me and my friends are Jim girls. Jim, Jim, Jim in my lane. <laughs> truly outrageous that <laughs> I believe it's like glamour fashion and fame <laughs> that song was the bomb I don't care what anybody says it was and do you remember when they did another rendition that added the misfits we are the misfits the misfits and we're gonna get her oh my goodness do you remember that I do <laughs> <laughs> It was always subpar from Jim's. It was, yes. Hers was melodic, and they were just harsh. <laughs> <laughs> were harsh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But you know, what was really amazing, too, about Jim was that it, it, it latched onto that very hardcore 80s theme. You know, it was a MTV era, pop culture. Hands down. And, like... It was in all kinds of shows, cartoons, sitcoms, no matter what. There was always some kind of a theme, or usually some kind of a theme, uh-huh. where there was alter egos. <laughs> yes. 
you know, and that's, that was the allure of Jim because, you know, here she was, you know, Jerrica Benton versus Jim. Like she was as Jerrica manager of starlight music. Yes. Um, and then she had the orphanage, you know, where she'd take care of, um, you know, underprivileged girls mm-hmm. and mentored them, you know, but then like, just with the earrings, you know, like she would go into mode, you know, synergy would help her. And then she'd turn into Jim. She was this, she was this punk rocker. It was so cool. You know, it's like completely cool. I mean, we'd sit and watch that and we were in, we were enthralled. <laughs> we were. Cause they really embraced that for kids. Yes. I yes. mean, they, they brought it to our level to where you could really identify with it. Cause we had a love of music anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, she's ours. She's us, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and two, I think kids had more of a encouraging nudge to tap into our imaginations. Like, um, so much of the entertainment would cause us to go into our imaginations and, and create these worlds, you know? Absolutely. And yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't wait to grow up because of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you wanted to be that. And now we're adults. We're like, where's that time machine? I want to go back where it was <laughs> a lot less fuss, life and fuss. <laughs> yeah, you grow up and realize it's a little different than what you had imagined. Just a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so thank you, our listeners, for joining us backstage today. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> we're glad to be able to talk with you and kind of get some of the things that we remembered and get some of the things that you remember. Um, about this wonderful band. Um, <laughs> so on that note, no pun intended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're so wacky. <laughs> so um, who was your favorite? You want to tell our listeners who your favorite was there, Kennedy? Oh, my goodness. Mine's pretty boring because it's Jim. <laughs> That's not boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I really dug on that one. Um, <laughs> I love pink. Jim had yeah. pink hair. I mean, that was the whole... Oh, yeah. That, that was the bee's knees right there. It was like, oh, my goodness, she's cool. I don't know. Yes. And, of course, you know, like, again, we were into music and everything, and she was a rocker, and she had this jet-setting, fascinating lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... And that was, like, I think around the pivotal years that we were you know, launching, we were transitioning from, you know, preteen into teenage years. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it was just, there was a lot of pivotal stuff at that time. And Jim, I have to say, I'm happy to say that she was instrumental in that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one of our, one of our very best friends in our girl squad, one of our sisters, uh, (laughs) she was usually like, she wanted to play the lead in most things, you know, no problem. She did. But when it came to this, Jim, she was totally fine with allowing you to be the lead. So that was really cool. Like she must recognize that you really identified with her. Yes, that's right. It's like, that's the only other way. That's the only way we'll do this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad she understood and got the memo. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So who is your favorite, Coop? Okay. Without getting too long on this, because I could go too long on this so um <laughs> back then remember sheila e oh yes she was she was a quintessential 80s rocker she, she was, was oh she was bad to the bone wasn't she, she was she was like 
Jim and the Holograms in real life. Oh, yeah. She had that about her. So I love the drums. I love Sheila. I was Sheila in my <laughs> mind. So I guess that made me Shayna by default. <laughs> and then, uh, then Shayna, she decided she was going to start doing, um, she was creating the outfits for the girls. And she decided to do that instead of playing the drums. Um, she does come back and play guitar. But anyway, long story short, they brought in another girl, Raya. And she played the drums. So then I guess I just morphed into her because I stayed loyal to the drums. And she uh, Coop really did because <laughs> don't don't let the glamorous life and love bazaar come on because Coop was in the zone, all right? <laughs> she was like, that is who I is. Got it? <laughs> yes, I think we did even have some recordings on a cassette tape somewhere where I was singing one of those songs badly (laughs) (laughs) that is classic Coop (laughs) so enough on that Um, do you remember how the Misfits they also added a character do you remember that I I do I do Mm -hmm. yeah and and her name was Sheila Burns and that was the interesting thing about this. Everybody had first and last names. They had job. I mean, they, they had families. They had all this going on. They were really real. Uh, but anyway, her stage name was Jetta, and she played the saxophone. Right. You know, and like you said to your point, this whole world was so well-developed. Yes. Like, I mean, it, it, it was entertaining anyway, but this... You had some think tanks putting some real good thought into this. It was a whole conglomerate. Like it really was. Yeah. It really yeah. was. And to your point, remember there was clash in video? Yes. They were cousins. Look, there's another, there's another link. They were yes. cousins, but Clash was like the the one that ran around and did bad stuff for the misfits because she was she wanted to be an honorary band member. Yes. Uh-huh. So she would do the bad stuff for them and video was completely for Jim and the holograms. And she was a friend. She was a true friend. She would help them out, but they were family. So they were a family divided because of that. Mm. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. well-rounded. Like you said, very developed story. A lot better than the stuff today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cough, cough. I mean, my, I mean, like, I don't know what's happened to the talent in that kind of thing, you know. I don't know. It's like, is is the man just not there anymore? And they're like, well, we'll just give you whatever and you'll take it. <laughs> I don't know. I truly miss those times. I really do. Because, I mean, it's like, we enjoyed this stuff. We did. And remember there was Lindsay Pierce. Lindsay, she was a video jockey. I do. I do. And she would often interview the holograms. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and here's another one. Dance. Do you remember dance? I do remember dance too. Yes. What do yes. you remember about her? She was real. Um, she had long blonde hair and she would, she kind of reminds you of like those little music box figures or like the, um, kind of like the girl that was the last unicorn. Just very. Uh, yes. Yeah. Real femme, real, real wafy and just sweet. And, you know, she just, you know, she was very graceful. Yes. She was delicate looking. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very cool. Yeah. And I think she was their official choreographer. 
for Jem in the hologram. She was her friend, but she she was their choreographer as well. Well, makes sense, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so again, Jim was such a wonderful um, live action animated series that it ran for three whole seasons. That's that's staying power. That's longevity for a cartoon. It yeah. is, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think the first season, the first two seasons, had about twenty six, twenty seven episodes. Uh-huh. Um, and then by the time the third season rolled around, they kind of chopped that in half and went with just 12, I think. Oh, that's a significant difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, what happened there? Mm-hmm. Well. But I do remember um, I saw one time, I, I know someone said, always leave the stage with them wanting more. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that that was a good idea. I don't know. I mean, we were fans of this. So, you know, we were just kids enjoying it. And then it ended and we're like, what happened? Yes. Uh, but like, I think back in that era of television and movie entertainment, really we'll talk about television because that's when things were more uh, uh, continuous running. Yes. Yeah. But there were a lot of sitcoms or shows that would just end. And you thought, but it was so good. There was a lot of fans and what happened, you know? And Yeah. But now thinking about it, you look hindsight and you think that was probably a good call because, mm-hmm. you know, like what what they would have probably had to do so much to the storyline. They'd water it down, adding characters and yeah, or putting bizarre twists in it that didn't make sense to the original concept. And right. You know. so, yes. Yeah, good to you know, pull the plug sometimes. <laughs> right. And, and then you fast forward to we're having this conversation now. Mm-hmm. So like like we were saying, if they had stayed on longer, maybe we wouldn't have remained fans like that. True. They may not have had the fans for as long as they've had. So right. sad to see it go, but we still have the very fond memories and how much and how well it did at the time. Oh, truly. That Well said, Coop. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's another thing. Do you remember we had sticker books? Do you remember there were sticker books that we had? And you could get buy their outfits for the sticker book. Now that I do not remember. Really? No, and that's kind of weird because I, you know, eighties, we were all about stickers, anything. Oh yes, absolutely. Like the scratch and sniffs and all that. <laughs> I don't remember that though, Coop. Now you have to refresh my memory on that one. <laughs> yes, it was like glossy pages. And it would have them like in, uh, they'd be like in a mall setting. There was, if you turn the page and then they'd like be in the airport or on a stage and you would buy their actual stickers. You could buy a packet of stickers and peel them off and put them on them. Cause it, it, it they were like soft stickers. Like they were flappy stickers. You know what I mean? Like, like nylon, not nylon. They were like a different material. They weren't paper stickers, I guess is where I'm going. Okay. They were kind of like stretchy. Hmm. Yeah. And you could put them on and you could peel them off real easy off of the glossy pages. Boy, I'm still drawing a blank. Good grief. <laughs> you could tell too, right? <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's okay. But I will have to Google you one, let you see it, see if you remember it from looking at it. Oh, good deal. Deal. <laughs> so on that note, fun fact, all of this was that came from a doll line idea first. The whole concept of Jim from a doll line? The whole line? concept, yes, from a doll line. Okay, okay, that's cool. 
kind of not what I would have expected. What about you? No, I maybe thought it would have been the other way around. Right. So it was originally created by Sunbow Productions. And they promoted the doll line that was created by Hasbro. Oh, and we okay. know Hasbro from the 80s. We've already <laughs> mentioned G.I. Joe. Yes. <laughs> There's My Little Pony. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So there's all this awesome backstory, which is very impressive. But, you know, the dolls hit uh, shelves, I believe, in March of 86. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. So, um, the dolls, they came out with, uh, cassette tapes, which is very, very 80s. <laughs> they had so many outfits, like you name it, they had it. And there were multiple stage sets that you could get very, very, you know, for the band. Yeah. I think there was a keyboard set. Okay. So yeah, it's just mind blowing. It is. And real quick, you know, like, cause I mean, the eighties, that was, that was like toy era. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you mentioned, you know, GI Joe and my little pony, like we were, oh, we loved it as kids. You know, we were bombarded with toys and dolls. And, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like, okay, what's next? You know, like we were always bugging our poor mom. She was, I'm sure she wanted to bury us in the backyard cause of it, but yeah. Anytime she get a catalog, <laughs> we were ready to go straight to the, the toy section remember that oh yes hide her catalogs from us (laughs) she was like no just no (laughs) you know but it's crazy because like i don't we we are child free we're happily child free we've said that before in the podcast but yes i don't get the feel that toys like when we were coming up is even they're around but they're Mm -hmm. not a thrust they're not the big deal anymore yeah Unless you're really, really small. I mean, like, we were preteens, you know, we were still playing with Barbies and stuff. So that was a thing. Absolutely. (laughs) But now it's like little kids, little babies or kids, or I don't know, what's the cutoff maybe today? Like, somebody's maybe even Mm. seven or eight's too old. They're not interested. I don't know. They're little mini (laughs) me's. They're little mini adults out there. Right. Yeah. They're all wrapped (laughs) up in the, the technology side of things. So, yeah, the physical toys that you can move around and stuff I just don't think they're a thing anymore no but since we're talking about the time when it was (laughs) what did Jim come up against that made it very interesting for us kids and our imaginations oh right Uh, yeah so here we go with this Uh, (laughs) true to the nature of being a band and you know it was a story we threw out all throughout the, the cartoon was Battle of the Band. Mm-hmm. Well, they had one that actually existed in real life. And uh, that was with, in, within 1985, Mattel's Barbie and the Rockers <laughs> were featured in a catalog and they hit store shelves also in the year of 1986. 
I remember Barbie and the Rockers. I remember the commercial too. Oh, right? Barbie and the Rockers. They're like, Barbie and the Rockers. <laughs> <laughs> and they had them moving back and forth with their bent arms, you know, like. <laughs> and, that, you know, it's like we had nothing against Barbie. No. But when it came to who was going to be the better rock band, not even hold a candle. It was not even a thing. <laughs> yeah. Jim beat out Barbie. Jim beat out Phyllis. I mean, pizzazz. She did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're yes. good, you're good. So Jim got Absolutely. them all beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, wasn't it, though, that it said word had it that as of 1987 that Jim actually sold more than three million dolls yes that's a lot of dolls that is a lot of dolls (laughs) (laughs) and probably the reason being is the series had a whopping 2.5 million viewers every week that's a lot of kids yeah (laughs) we've said that before but that is a lot of children right there and Boyle, yeah, you know, yeah. they wanted to see that show. They wanted to, they wanted to dive into this world, you know. <laughs> right. You know, and they even described this cartoon, which, you know, and I quote, and, and I totally agree with this, that it was more like an adaptation from a novel than it was mm. a cartoon. Okay. There was that much story. And this was all from a doll line. But, you know, like you said, 2.5 million viewers, we wanted to view everything from week to week we wanted to stay up what is happening in her life today yes yeah that's wow that's crazy it (laughs) is that was a serious storyline yeah and and we'd be super intrigued and tuning in every saturday morning um you know like around 11 11 30 to see it (laughs) yes every time we could (laughs) (laughs) And I think there was like over 180 songs performed by each band throughout that show. This, again, a live action cartoon. Yes. Okay, she had more play and cred (laughs) than probably people really at the time trying to, like real life people, getting onto MTV, VH1, um, having their work recognized and appreciated. Like, I mean, this is a live action cartoon. She did probably better than they did. (laughs) we're still fans (laughs) (laughs) and and so realistic was it that even in a real uh, music magazine everybody's heard of rolling stone um back in 2018 they actually did an article about jim and the holograms right what yes they really did yeah and they featured this um (laughs) they do something called Gym Con, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been going on for several years now. You can buy tickets. It's like a three-day event. People bring their doll collections. They dress <laughs> up. They do activities. I mean, they go all out for this. Wow. Yes. And it's um, people from all over the world come for that. Oh and it's goodness. been in different locations. It started out in many, Minnesota, I think. And then, you know, it ended up being like in Cleveland, New York. Like I said, it's gone all over and people travel for it. That is amazing. Yeah. And, and people have um, gotten married. They've met and gotten married. <laughs> right? Oh <my laughs> so goodness. whole life stories have bloomed and blossomed from being fans of Jim. 
That is crazy. So she she really just dialed up a whole culture, like a, another culture of its own. That's it, exactly. Oh my, that is amazing. <laughs> yes. And, you know, which is nice when you have these types of things, you know, a lot of times they'll bring in the actual talent who performed or whatnot. And they had people who were like voice actors and things. Mm. So I don't know if you were like me. Did you think that Jim, the one who spoke for Jerrica and sang for Jim, was the same person? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, yeah, I did too. Yes, yes. But it was different. There was a different singer, but it was so seamless. It sounded like it was the same person. It did. They did a really nice job. Oh, wow. But um, <laughs> Samantha Newark, she is the one who voiced Jerrica and Jim. She did the speaking parts. Um, she's actually attended one of these or maybe multiple, I don't know, but she has attended and she has met several people who they, they start crying when they talk to her. Oh, yes. It is quite the emotional trek for them because it takes them right back. And she says that they've gotten apologetic, you know, because they're so emotional and she's like, I get it, you know? Which yeah. is even weirder because if she says their name, they're like, oh, Jerrica's talking to me. Jerrica's talking to me. <laughs> that would be a bit surreal, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it's like that just proves that the love of Jim and the holograms and that whole culture, it, it really meant something to people. And it really had that staying power. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> right and you remember okay there was a little movie that came out back in 2015 hey we need to talk about that for a second <laughs> yeah let's talk about that for a second and it <laughs> will only be a hot second because what happened it was a bad idea <laughs> good concept but bad idea yeah. right mm -hmm. i mean they who wouldn't want to see it i know when they first mentioned it it was like oh wow really but then just from the previews, like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to see that. Yeah. Well, yeah. that goes along with our tirade from time to time about Hollywood and their remakes. And mm -hmm. some things are sacred. I mean, literally, if they had, if they had treated it, the project with kid gloves, mm -hmm. they might have done okay. Like, it has a following. Yes. This is not just something to make a quick buck on. This is not something to just toy with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, there are real fans out there. We sitting right here. You know, we're two of them. Exactly. I mean, I didn't see it. I didn't. No. I never got around to it, but I didn't want to see it. Like you said, from the, from the trailer, the previews, you're like, oh, what is this? You know? Right. I mean, it just seemed yeah. like something completely different than what we knew and loved as Jim live action entertainment on Saturday mornings back when. Exactly. And and to your point, if they had here Jim Con has brought in talent that people recognize, right? If mm -hmm. they had done more with the actual talent of these people who made Jim a thing, like using Christy Marks. Oh yes. yes. They, had, they gave her a cameo, I guess, in the movie. Like you said, we didn't see it, but they gave her a cameo, but she did none of the writing. Why would you not have her do any of the writing? What? <laughs> yeah, she is obviously one of the biggest geniuses behind the whole concept. Exactly. Yeah, that would have been like a hands-down hole-in-one. <sighs> I don't know. I yeah. That's just, 
and that's totally our opinions. I know it's mine. I I have a hard time with what Hollywood has become. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are you still might find a thing or two that might peak or capture your interest right but i mean now versus then like you couldn't keep up with all the stuff you wanted to watch and enjoy and follow yeah now you're like i don't know what's out i don't know i don't care (laughs) i mean and this was what was it you said it was 2015 that they did the gem and the holograms movie yes i mean that was what that now i can't i gotta do math you know Uh, five years years ago ago. six years ago okay so six i mean that was six years ago and i mean like that one they just had this drop you know they did it okay next you know right right and they ruined a good thing for a lot of true and tried fans exactly now here's a good question for you kennard all right if they were to go ahead and remake it try to do it again and use the actual people who drove this story, created this story and made a live action movie. Would you want to see it? If they did it right, if they actually took care of it with kid gloves. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd go see it. Yeah, I would count me in me too. Hands down. I would love to see it. I don't know why with all the technology and stuff that's going now. I mean, like we have, everything is limitless now. Yeah. I don't know why we can't get better. I don't know. I mean, that's that's a good question to ponder, I guess. I just, because I don't think there's an easy answer. I mean, it may be an easy answer, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's not too much to ask, but you know it is. Yeah. And that's why we're glad and grateful <laughs> to still have our nostalgic retro memories of when it was good and when it was heartwarming right i mean exactly. like coop owns it on dvd she has a whole collection she has the dvd collection because we're old school and we're yes. not ashamed of our dvds not at all <laughs> but like seriously you know you have a nice uh, rainy fall afternoon or you're on vacation or something just take your dvds with you you know pop it in your laptop or whatever or your your actual dvd machine and you know that's a good time versus sitting there scrolling through your streaming device you know and right you can you can do that for two hours and still not find anything (laughs) you know where you know something like jim you know you just put in like the old school cartoons of her and that's a good time right you know what and and this is what's interesting too because things have spawned off of jim itself besides this movie that probably shouldn't have saw the light of day (laughs) um we've already mentioned about the cosplay there's people with tattoos t-shirts um there is even a dark gym comic book series really yes (laughs) that would be interesting to read it would wouldn't it yes so the fans are out there we're out there you know we're all about it but Stick with it. Stick with what we know and and you'll do fine. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, Coop. I, you know, I'm glad that we have that true love and appreciation for all things great and retro. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely Jim and the Holograms is way up there at the top of our list. 
Yes. Um, we are not embarrassed to say that. Yes, we are Gen Xers. We are proud Gen Xers. And we are proud fans of Jim and the Holograms. So. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that it was nice doing, you know, a second part to Jim, you know, to talk about some of the things we loved and cherished about this show and our memories. Yes. Um, share that with our some of our Orchard Archiver fans as well. Right. I don't know. I just, I'm just glad that we have the memories of, of coming up and, and having that connection where our imaginations were endless. and Yes. You can't even hardly describe it. It's so, like, it's so mind-blowing, you know? <laughs> right. It's, it's, I think we've said this with other things. It's euphoric. It is. It is. Yeah. It, it, I think that's just the, the easy way to say there's, you can't put words to it, really. The feeling and where you see it. and Yeah. Well. I think it's time to push the archivers off the backstage there, Coop. You do the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? There's 65 episodes, you know, and there's just not enough time to cover it, although we would try. <laughs> right. Yeah, we but, would. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we gave you just a little brief synopsis of this, and, you know, there's plenty of fun and mystery and edge-of-your-seat excitement. So, you know what? Jim is a gem, and we highly, highly recommend you rewatch or watch for the first time, and you will not be disappointed. So the second time is show's over, Synergy. <laughs> and that's it for this week's episode. To make sure that you never miss out on another second of our Chiralicious podcast, meet up with us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Bye for now, and thanks so much for listening. <laughs>